Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Welcome to Going Greys, another edition, the 4th of May 2021. Great to be with you once again as we look towards more feature racing this Saturday at Wentworth Park. Of course, was held the heats last Saturday night. We saw heats of the Group 3 Ladies Bracelet for the girls, Group 3 Bob Payne for the boys and the Group 3 Gold Cup for the stayers. The bracelet heats were won by Vamos Penny and uh, in a time of, pardon me, of 30-11, Vicky's Queen uh, also was a winner in 29.89, pay call in 29.99 and second exit came out in the last heat and blew those numbers away with 29.73 and there may well be improvement to come. The Gold Cup qualifiers saw Stanley Road upstaged by Let's See, just got too far back Stanley Road in a time of 42.12 Let's See one. Then uh, in the second heat, prim and proper one, breaking 42 going 41.98. Then next, it was time for the boys. Zipping Kyrgios was way too good in running 29.72 in the opening heat of the Bob Payne. Jungle Juice started favourite in the second heat, but failed to run a drum. Honours instead going to Zulu Warlord in a very swift time of 29.58. Uh, the third and final heat saw Casual Glance get one back on Ebijet Power, who ran down his brother more Sauce in the Group 2 Maitland Cup. Racing. Casual glance began brilliantly. Red Shears 7 away in a hurry and Abby Jet Power's moving through. The leader is Casual Glance over Abby Jet Power. Opinions is going to third back on the inside. Then Red Shears 7 and at the rear is Dibbit in down the back. Casual Glance led but Abby Jet Power is right there. A length and a half to Opinions. They'll follow up by Red Shears 7 and Dibbit in. Coming to the home corner. Still Casual Glance. Abby Jet Power the outside. Casual Glance. Abby Jet Power. Casual Glance. Just Casual glances dug in. Casual glances just got in over Abby Jet Power opinions. Red Shear 7 and Deputy. A big win there on Saturday night by Casual Glance, who made his own luck out in front. Michael Lill, co trainer of the Greyhound, joins us. Mick, good to have you aboard. How are you going this morning? Yeah, good day, buddy. Yeah, thanks for having me, Mark. All good, buddy. That's the way, mate. You must have been wrapped with that performance out in front. Yeah, he's he's pretty smart, pup. The whole is. You're pretty smart, mate, yeah, and he um, he was a bit stiff in the Maitland Cup there. There was just a lot of speed heading to that front, that first corner, and he just got held out, and, um, yeah, the other bloke, the other fellow run well, but, um, yeah, there's 10 days leading into to when he's work at home was, was super on the on the Tuesday and the Wednesday, and, um, yeah, it was, it was ready to go Saturday, that's for sure. Things uh, sound like they're going pretty well there at Special Source Lodge. Yeah, mate. Yeah, things are going well. It's just a just a hot litter, Mark. Like the other brother, um, Robbie Rotten, he uh, he runs second there last night. He got beaten that fifth grade final behind Troy McDonald's really strong dog, uh, Tarawai Harley. And like and he he went twenty four ninety one himself, getting beat. You know, so the all three brothers have broke the twenty five at Maitland, got well under it. So it's just a hot litter, mate. Now, Robbie Rotten, you have to tell us about that name. Yeah, good. <laughs> there's a bit of a story behind him. I actually gave him away, believe it or not. He, to um, Dion Hanson. Tell us about he, the owner he, as well. Yes, mate. Yeah, he um, he was doing a few things wrong as a pup, and we had a few other ones coming through that were going well. So um, he was misbehaving. So I gave him a good mate of mine, Dion Hanson, and he um, he mucked around with him, and he sent him away and got him re-educated, and I saw the penny dropped after that. And, and Dion was good enough to send him back to us. And, um, yeah, we 
picked a few goals with him since, you know. Outstanding. And, and the name? Uh, I think it comes from a kids' show, I do believe. Um, some kids' show on Nickelodeon or something. I could okay. be wrong, but I think the, the, the villain on the show, I think, was called Robbie Rotten, maybe. maybe well, something like which that. suits his demeanour, doesn't it, by the sounds of things? 100%. <laughs> okay, now back to Casual Glance. His first 500 since having a go at the National Derby in January. So he should get plenty of benefit out of that run moving forward to this week's final. Yeah, mate, for sure. He, he was pretty flat Sunday because he just tried his guts out. Yeah, he had okay. a real good blow after that. And um, we've worked overtime on him and um, to get the uh, the freshness back in his legs so I can get a bit of work into him Wednesday. But, yeah, he's bouncing now, mate. He's bouncing. Come Sort of Monday afternoon, he's he was rock, ready to rock and roll, you know. So he'll um, he'll have a nice light gallop this afternoon, and then I'll stick some decent work in on Wednesday, and yeah, he'll be ready to go, mate. We'll roll his shoulders out on Monday, on Thursday morning, and give him a nice bath, and he'll be on the lead till Saturday. Yeah, uh, that's good to hear that he's come out of uh, well, I guess Sunday uh, first morning after the race very well. Now that show I'm reliably informed, Mick, is called Lazy Town. Lazy yeah, Town, is that right? Mate, you're, on, you're on the money, yeah, that's the one. There you go. Okay, Robbie Rotten, we've got that down pat now. We can uh, have a have a look now at more sauce. Uh, grabbed right on the line, the Maitland Cup, and uh, pulled up sore. How's, he, how's his recovery going? He was so close to pinching that big one for you. Yeah, mate, he actually, um, a little tear in his hip, mate, halfway around, um, which probably cost us. But um, take nothing away from Mickey Abraham's dog. He's a um, super strong dog. He's won 11 races at Wentworth Park. But I, I, I sort of feel that more sources on an upward spiral now, and I give him his first uh, first hit out after the Maitland Cup. We're talking to Redhead on Sunday, and anyone that knows uh, the times there at Redhead, he went fifteen fifty on a soft on a on a dewy track there Sunday morning, which is absolutely screaming, you know. So he'll um, we're setting him for the Brother Fox out there at Dubbo. We've got two trials booked in for this Friday and the following Sunday after that. And he'll be ready to rock and roll for the for the Brother Fox Classic out there at Dubbo with Shane Stiff and Charmaine Roberts running the show out there. Yeah, that's magnificent to hear because we'll have a chat with Shane a bit later on in the show. And one of my questions for him is to ask him which dog, if he could have any, uh, to go and compete down there. It's a pretty good start to get more source. Um, so you reckon that injury would have happened in the run? Obviously, how far into the run do you reckon it would have happened? Because he just well, kept finding the line. Just just as they approached the first turn, he sort of got turned sideways, and it could have happened there. But if you have a look at the head-on in the um, the home straight, about 30 yards before they hit the winning post, right? Ebby Jet Power turned him absolutely sideways, mm. and that's when you've seen more source change stride. Okay. And it's either at the first turn or when Ebby Jet Power collided with him, because he absolutely got turned sideways with about 30 metres to go. He changed stride and tried to get back into his gear, but every Jet Power sort of had the momentum up and grabbed him on the line. He didn't give up the ghost, though. No, he's a very, very good pup. He's on an upward spiral. There's only big things ahead for him, as long as we can keep him sound. And he's both of his brothers. I think we're going to have a lot of fun with him, mate, because I haven't really, I haven't really hit him too hard yet. And, um, yeah, so the next sort of six months, we're going to see the best of these pups. I think we're going to have a fair bit of fun with you, Mick, uh, in the upcoming weeks too because you're a character and we love having you on. Uh, it looks like, as we mentioned earlier, you and your wife, Michelle, have a big, big ride in front of you with these boys. Um, what would it mean to win a Bob Payne this weekend? Oh, it'd be super, mate, because we, we dead set don't stop. And I get all grey and trainers, mate. I'm up at four o'clock and me, and me night finishes at nine o'clock when we let them out before we go to bed, you know, so we both still work. I'm actually doing a delivery in, the, in my truck here at the moment, so... 
the father-in-law and mother-in-law uh, at home, and they let them out during the day, and they get them off to the vets for us. And we would like we we spend their bloods every three or four weeks, you know. So they're always running to the vets for me to make sure we're keeping them at their peak. Uh, just a big team effort, but it'd be super to win that race. Uh, I, he's got a track record, Casual Glance. He's got a first section record at Gunnedah. I think he's run the second fastest time ever at the track, the fastest electronically timed uh, time at the track at Gunnedah. He's made three group finals now. He, he's just a super dog. He probably deserves to win one, but whether we get our chance or not, we'll have to wait and see. Box six is Saturday. Are we having a bet? Oh, mate, I'll be having something on him. I, when we dogs go to the, we don't race our dogs all the time. Like we only race them sparingly, and when they go to the track, they're ready to go. So, mm. uh, I think the draw's fallen all right for us. Mm. Um, if we can beat Ebby Jet Power out, because there's going to be a, I think Mickey Hardman's good dog off the red. He's going to want to get off two or three dogs mm. or four dogs. So it'll be, I think that it'll be one in the first twenty or thirty meters, as it normally always is. You've got to have a bit of luck, but the one that's drawn well, I think, is. Johnny Finn and Minnie Finn's dog, Zipping Kyrgios. Mm. If he can come out, if he's on our shoulder getting to the first turn, he, you know, you know, he he can rattle off a, a last section, that dog. Mm. Um, now, Michelle, you have to give her a big rap here before we let you go. Oh, yeah, she's she's a good woman. We've been, been together 17 years. She's hard to put up with. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, no, she does a great job, and um, it's just a good, really good team effort. Yeah, she's a, she's a cracker. We can't wait to see what the future holds for um, not only this wonderful litter that you're having at the moment, Mick, but also for yourself and Michelle. Uh, we'll be along for the ride. Don't you worry about that here on Going Greyhounds, the catching pin, etc., mate. We really appreciate your time once again. Now, back to work. Thanks for coming on, Mick. Can I just give a quick shout-out, please, Mark? Of course, of course. Yeah, my auntie Helen, she lives up at Balance. She's doing it a bit tough at the moment. She'll be listening right now. Just keep smiling, auntie Helen, and um, there'll be better days ahead, darling, I'm thinking of you. Ah, you're a beautiful nephew and a, and a beautiful man, Mick. Thanks very much for coming on Going Greyhounds. Thank you, mate. Have a lovely day. Mick Lill there. Uh, we'll be hearing much, much more from uh, Michael in the future, no doubt about it. We'll take a quick break here on Going Greyhounds and be back with Dawn Garrett. Put last year in the rearview mirror and get on up to the 2021 Darley Scone Cup Friday, May 14. The crowds are back, and with black type racing galore, huge marquees, fashions on the field, and roaming brass bands, plus plenty of real country charm, you don't want to miss the Upper Hunters Premier Social Event. Also featuring the Coolmore Dark Jewel and the English Challenge, there's a massive $850,000 in prize money on offer. The Darley Scone Cup, Friday, May 14. Tickets at sconeraceclub.com.au. Time to rain. The half to Shewell Rain's going to win on debut. Time to rain. Won it easily from Bivouac. New to Kingstar Farm. Time to rain. A silver slipper winner with a golden slipper pedigree. Time to rain. Bounces back today. Time to rain by two and a half to Tassort. One of the top time form two-year-olds of his year. Defeating Yes, 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 Cosmic Force, Tassort and Bivouac. Time to rain is back in a big way. Time to rain. Breeding rights available. Inspect today. Kingstarfarm.com.au Mares in foal to the likes of Schnitzel, Exceed and Excel, Capitalist and Zoostar headline a quality catalogue for the English Australian broodmare sale to be held at Riverside on Sunday, May 9. Catalogue available at inglis.com.au. There's nothing like the thrill of cheering your own horse home. So if you're looking for quality, not quantity, at an affordable price, you need the Gold Edge. 
Gold Edge is the new player in the game with an enviable current strike rate of 100% winners to runners. Now offering a great range of four yearlings priced at $3.5 to $7,000 for a 5% share. Buy a share yourself or group together and share a share. The perfect next step for your punters club. Goldedge.com.au. License number 336964. The new Pazload Frame Master is still the lightest tool in its class. Now with quicker, easier nail loading, longer fan cycle for improved performance and slip-proof grip for greater comfort. I'm making it with Pazload. Reliability, comfort, performance. Like Loz's Multi, does your punters club need all the help it can get? Get sticky on the punt with Sticky Wings and let them sponsor your punters club with free chicken wings every week. Just register your details at stickywings.com.au, let them know your pub or club, and the Sticky crew will be in touch to get it all sorted. Sticky Wings, the official chicken wing sponsor of punters clubs in pubs and clubs everywhere. Register at stickywings.com.au. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. It's 10.44am Eastern Standard Time here in New South Wales. Uh, wonderful having a chat with Michael Lill. And he was talking about more sauce. And when he's recovered, he'll be headed towards the Brother Fox Dubbo Cup. The president of the Dubbo Club joins me. Shane Stiff, we spoke a couple of months back and we said we'd get you on. It's good to have you back on. The Brother Fox Carnival, just a few weeks away. How are you and how are preparations at Dubbo coming together, Shane? Uh, morning, Mark, and, and morning, listeners. And, uh, yeah, mate, it's uh, all of our, our thoughts and that are coming to fruition now. Uh, the track we've just finished trialling. Um, the, the the hype around the race has been unbelievable. Um, and I think that's more just in the name. And obviously, the prize money $40,000 race out here at Dubbo is great, but... Uh, the name, you know, Brother Fox. You put a champion's name and people know the champion and it, it just gives it that little bit more of an out. And as I said before, and I'll say it again, we don't honour our past champions enough in this sport and it's time to do it. So. Absolutely. What about some of the other, um, away from the racing, brilliant events that you have on there, Shane, for uh, the big night ahead? Well, I mean, it, 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 we've made a mini carnival out of it. We're getting the Tuesday meeting now and having the, the, the Zipping Garf uh, maiden over 300 metres for 10,000. That That's attracted plenty of interest and, and plenty of trials. And the Feral Frankie, it's good to see the Feral come on board. And <laughs> great thanks to, to them. And fourth and fifth grade, over 400, 10,000. So that gives a lot of them good young spinners that have won under nine races or around that eight, nine races a chance to run for another 10,000. And then also, uh, we've always had, uh, for about five or six years now, the Bill and Peg Miller Memorial, mm. north to two over 500 metres. It's uh, real good for up-and-coming young dogs uh, um, to have a punch for, you know, racing dogs have only won zero to two for 10,000. Give our listeners the date, Shane, for uh, for, for what we what we yeah, have to look forward to. We're all on Saturday night, the 22nd of May. Yep. Um, and, and that's for the, the 500 metre races, the, the Brother Fox and the Bill and Peg Miller. Mm. And then we race... The Tuesday, which will be a twilight meeting, that's the heats for the uh, the 300 metre Zipping Garth and the 400 Feral Frankie. And then all the finals conclude on Friday night, the 28th of May. Wonderful. Uh, very, we very also exciting. We have a feature, Grand Racing New South Wales uh, 600 metre race there for only mm. 5,000. And Labrokes have come on with uh, the Red Dog, and it'll be worth about the 8,000 mark for uh, 600 metre dogs. So every dog's catered for for that night. Shane, just around the corner too. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said it's in, in, hotting up. Uh, Michelle Lil, they've been on the phone with their dogs to come and trial. There's calls from people from Melbourne now, and um, it's good to see old people. We haven't seen at Dubbo for quite a few years coming back, and and uh, they're all impressed with the work that the, the club and committee have done and, and where we're heading to. And people out here, there's nothing better for them to see than good dogs come and race. You know, it'll be, be a real, real good week to be in Dubbo. And a couple of A-grade celebrities heading over for the final too, Dave Stanley and Luke Marlow. Um, that's that's the hard part, mate, trying to keep them two intact. You know what it's <laughs> like. But uh, um, we'll find some drinking partners for them for the night for sure and certain, and hopefully we can find a few winners. And uh, it just adds a little bit more excitement. Um, they've both got heads like meat pies, so they're good for radio. <laughs> but when people see them in the flesh, well, it's good. And I, I dare say you won't be able to keep D Stanley... Uh, off the the uh, the dice there at the end of the the feral Frankie the final the fourth and fifth grade he'll be the one presenting the trophy I reckon. Yeah, well, if we're lucky, it just depends how uh, feral is. Um, he's been very busy. I know Jack Smith's driving to Sydney now to uh, Collardon to get him milked. Um, but if all things could be equal, we might even have feral here for the night. So, jeez. Uh, Jack did something like a match race, the two of them down the straight. I said, I said, the match race is more like a walking race. I said, and you still beat him, Feral. And, you know, he's now the father of, you know, four or 500 dogs on the ground and, and stud duties and poor old Dave. But we don't know what he's good for, do we? What are you good for there, Dave? Chime hey, in. Good morning, Mark. Uh, good morning, uh, Stiffy. Uh, I'm, I'm sitting here listening. I tell you what. No, that mate. I tell you what. I tell you what, Stiffy. That's dangerous, mate. Uh, my missus isn't coming to Dubbo a night. Uh, I know Ferrell's in town at Dubbo and I've got the spare hotel room. Look out. <laughs> I don't think Jack would let him get, get that close to him. <laughs> i tell you what, Mark. Um, I said, Shane rang me and said, mate, I've seen what you and Marlo are doing going to all these uh, country race meetings. You know, I, want you to, I know you've got links to greyhounds, both of you, with having them and you know, obviously growing up with them, et cetera. Would you, uh, would you come out and support the club? And we said, yep, right up. So we're, we're heading out there and... I said, now, what do you want us to do? And he said, mate, I just want you to tell everyone on via your socials, and you'd know this, Mark, from going to the race clubs, mate, all across uh, New South Wales and being involved with the catching pen, just, just how good a night it is. Mm. Um, so that's what we're going to do. So if you're around the Dubbo area or you came for a big night, strap yourself in because uh, we're going to bring our A game, boys. And Dave, you're buying. I'll be buying. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I've said, I've said to Steve, I said, mate, you still a few winners and away we go. So I've even, I think Cody Nest, I've got Cody Nestor locked in. I've spoken to Cody and I think a few of the, the horse boys are going to come down. And um, it could be the greatest or worst decision that Shane's ever made about probably <laughs> as they're closing the gates, he could be going, why on earth did I invite these two lunatics and all their mates? So, I'll, Hang on, Dave, just stay on the line. I'll ask you both the same question, Shane and Dave. Um, some of the trainers and the dogs say if you had one trainer or one dog that you could – have at the carnival, Shane. I'll start with you. Who would it be, or who would they be? Oh, people don't understand, and, and a lot of people keep asking. It's still, you know, three best part of three weeks away, and dogs are very big. I, I know some of the leading trainers in Melbourne are all interested. They all race, and they've got the speed stars, and there's big races on this week and next week. Um, so they'll just turn up if their dog's fit and ready. Um, I'm a bit biased, you know. I'd like to have Jungle Juice in my kennel. Mm. I think he'd go a bit better parked here at Dubbo than Jack's Forbes. And uh, <laughs> I've seen how far he trolls at Dubbo, and that's to be a good dog to beat him. What about you, Dave? 
Well, I was going to say jungle juice. juice. Ken, Ken, what's happening with WOW? He's just well, trialled at Goulburn. supposed to trial back to Goulburn this week, so yeah. it'd be interesting. I, I haven't heard from the Maddox at all, but, uh, I mean, Mini Finn and all of that with the Zipping Dogs and, and Jason Mackay, and, and, and there's plenty of interest, but it is still three weeks. A, a, a preparation for a greyhound can turn on a dime, so uh, um, that, that's that's the problem. But a local victory was would be great, but, I mean, I just want the best dogs. We want WOW. We want the Queenslanders. Um coming, and, and there's plenty of interest from Queensland too, but they probably won't come to Dubbo and trial. They'll just turn up and, and try, race in the and if they get through, they get through. Yep. He's trialled at Goulburn yesterday, wow, so uh, I haven't heard an update on, on how he went, but no doubt he would have gone very, very well for the Maddox. So looking forward to seeing where he heads, and let's hope he does head towards the uh, the Dubbo Carnival. Um, anything else to touch on that you want to mention, Shane? No, 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 just owners and trainers, um, if they're interested in trial, don't hesitate to call us. And if we can accommodate you in any way for a trial that fits in with their schedules, we, we'll, we'll endeavour to do that. Also, Shane, just quickly, how are those facilities coming along? You mentioned a couple of months ago that a fair bit of money was being pumped into facilities and amenities. How are they coming along? Mate, we had a lot of rain about six weeks ago, you right. know, 10, 12 inches in two, two weeks. It's put us back. Um, so we've drew a line in the sand. We're not doing any more because we are expecting big crowds and numbers. Okay. Um, and what we've done, we've got all the road base and, and everything done. So uh, all the electrical work, all the underground work's done. But as for starting to build and concrete and go any further, uh, after the 28th of May, we'll press on with that. We've had the old facilities for 60 and 70 years. They'll do, do us for another week or two. And by the time the Brother Fox Carnival comes around next year, we'll have newer and better things again. And hopefully worth a bit more than uh, 40000 to the winner, Mate, Shane. We're, we're looking for 50 or 60 next year, and our goal as a club and a committee is to get it to a $100,000 race yeah, out here good. in the West. Yeah, that'll be magnificent. Uh, well, we'll speak to you closer to the 22nd of May. Uh, thanks for coming on Going Greyhounds, Shane, and thanks for your little cameo, DS. No, that's all good. Thanks, Shane. I, I've already got three messages here on the text line saying, yes, DS, We'll be honoured in Dubbo at the Brother Fox. And I've just had a bloke message me on Twitter. Timothy goes, what date are you at Dubbo? Let's get on it. So, look, I'll tell you what, we're here for a big weekend. See you, boys. Can't Thanks, wait, Shane. boys. See you soon. See you, mate. Shane Stiff there joining us and going greyhounds. Thanks, Dave. Uh, we'll take a short break. We'll wrap things up with Dawn Garrett. Tab, we're on a mission to deliver punters confidence they're getting the best price. Introducing the lock, a new feature on your Tab app. Just activate it when placing a tote win bet, and if the fixed odds starting price is better when your horse wins, we'll pay you the difference in cash. The lock, new on your Tab app. Download today. Tab, long may we play. Excludes WA residents, available once per day on eligible online bets. Max odds difference payout $100. TNC's a website, gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1 800 858 858. Last week on Racing HQ, Cody Nestor told us Golden Gorge had been set for the Tab Highway. He really profiles well for the race. He just looks really well suited. Um, he's got strong form lines and drawn the barrier to get the right run today. Golden Gorge, the leader, 125 left the run. Charlton Park tries hard to kick back. It's Golden Gorge and Charlton Park going to the line together. Golden Gorge! This week, it's Gosford's standalone meeting, featuring for the first time, the coast. Find the time and we'll find you the winners. Racing HQ with Richard. 6.30 Saturday, Sky Sports Radio. Curious motion began beautifully. Vicky's Queen away in a hurry between the pair and pitcher frame. They go through the first turn and Curious motion got across. 
Data three clear of Aston Lavinia. Followed up by Vicky's Queen. Wider out Miss Bonbon. Then Chevy Royale. Followed by Frida Rocks. Fernando Tree at the rear. Pitcher frame. Curious motion lead. Here's Vicky's Queen looming big time. Swinging. Curious motion. Vicky's Queen cruised up on the outside. Grabbed the front. Drew clear. Vicky's Queen wins by two. Over Curious motion. Followed in by Aston Lavinia. Then Miss Bonbon. Followed by Chevy Royale. There was Vicky's Queen taking out. I think it was the second heat of the ladies bracelet race two on Saturday night at Wentworth Park. Owner of the Greyhound Dawn Garrett joins me on the line. Dawn, welcome to Going Greyhounds. Thanks for coming on. I know we've been speaking about you a heck of a lot because we have Pete on here so often. Great to finally have you aboard and uh, well welcome and, and tell us how Vicky's Queen has pulled up heading towards the final this week. Oh, thank you for that. Yeah, she's pulled up well. She's um, feeling good and um, by the track, by what Peter said. So, yeah, just heading forward to Saturday night, looking forward to it and hope she goes well. Absolutely. Now, uh, just on where she's drawn for the ladies' bracelet, she draws uh, the three. She drew two on the weekend. Uh, is that any issue in your mind? Um, yes and no. She seems to like the wide draws, but she has done well from the the inside draws as well, like the two and the three. I was concerned with her having the one last week, but she handled it good. She did run off a bit, um, but she does that sometimes. But, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too concerned about it. You know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. But um, but it depends on what's around, drawn around them too, speed-wise, when, you get, when the box draws. That plays a big part in it. But, um, now- yeah, no, I'm fairly happy, yeah. No, good to hear because uh, she's a very, very exciting prospect. Now, she's been in good form, uh, qualifying, of course, for the Golden Easter Egg final. Uh, everything being considered, especially with the Littermate Barsha Blue Boy, what's the ride been like the last few months for you, Dawn? Oh, it's been great. You know, we've had our ups and downs, like, you know, the down being with um, with Barsha Blue Boy, yeah, breaking his hock, um, which was, we're all devastated with that, you know. Still, still am, you know, but um, unfortunately, that's the side of racing we all hate, and and um, and that. But hopefully, he might get to have a good stud career because that's where we'll head. Mm. So um, yeah, but no, it's been terrific. You know, it's, it's just been great to to um, to brought a couple of pups like this and to to see what they can do. And you know, it's, we all take a risk. Doesn't matter how well bred they are. Mm. So yeah, no, it's been a great ride. Dawn, tell us a bit more about your story in greyhound racing because it sounds like, from talking to Pete, that there's plenty to tell. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I've, I've, I wasn't born into the greyhounds. Um, I came across it as a, as a, at a bit older age, about nine, when I was introduced to them. Um, uh, cousin Sam Coochie, I, I met them, uh, his wife and Tricia, and and that that's how I got involved with them. When I at Box Hill. Um, yeah, I've, I've had I've had some good ones. I've trained some good ones. I've bitch I brought and bred with. She was a good brood bitch, and so yeah, I've, I've been fairly lucky. What was her honest. name, Dawn? Sorry. What was her name? Uh, little Egyptian. Little Egyptian. She's the mother of Punch One Out. She produced Punch One Out, and and um, that was the best one she produced. But she she produced winners in every every litter. So yeah, she was a good little brood bitch. I won eleven races with her, and um, yeah. So that was a sort of the start, the real start for me. And then I trained, trained for quite a few years with, with Michael Ivers. I trained his dogs and, you know, so um, had some good dogs there too. So, 
I've, I've been very lucky. We had some nicely bred ones, if you were training them for yeah. Michael Ivers. Yeah, so I did train for Michael Ivers, Baystar, QSIM, Zaza, mm. um, mimicking, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> I could be here all day, not naming the dogs that he's had, but yeah. Yeah, I no, I did train, train for him for a few years and, and read and, and all that with him, yeah, so... Um, and Dawn, yeah. what about your relationship with Pete? How did that come about and... Uh, What's it like? Because it sounds like you're both uh, you're both quite entertaining characters. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's probably polite with me. Some <laughs> some people think I'm a bit a bit too honest and that, but hey, that's me. But um, I actually I, I knew him. I used to say hello to him and Jody and that um, when they used to come up to Gosford before they went to Dubai. But that was sort of it. And um, uh, last litter I had out of my bitch, one of the dogs, uh, Egyptian pirate. I had a bit of trouble with him. He gave up chasing a bit. He, he had a bad fall and he got attacked by another dog, and etc. And I asked Peter if he'd take him and take him on and, and train him and he did and he did they did a great job with him. Yeah, I think they finished up winning about I'm thinking about eight races with him. I think it's you know, two or three at Wendy over the seven hundred, okay. etc. And yeah, they did a great job with him and it just went from there. Then I decided to I wanted to sort of try and get another good dog because I love my stayers and I tried to find another good dog a stayer to give give them something for another good dog and Sipping Kelly come along I had an inheritance so um, I um, bought her and then it just went from there with um, Beast Unleashed and then just yeah and then buying these two pups and and that so yeah oh brilliant brilliant beyond Saturday uh, Dawn <coughs> for uh, for Vicky's Queen, uh, do you have any any long range plans? Maybe a Sapphire Crown at Sandown, where she's currently a thirty one dollars shot with Tab, or perhaps some of the Queensland Winter Riches. Um, yeah, I think they're. Um, um, I think Peter's looking at maybe going down to the Sapphire with her. Okay, but for this weekend, will determine that. I would would imagine. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's just you know I think he's probably got some things in plans, but. We just take each run as it comes, which is all you can do with dogs, really. You, you have a bit of a plan in the back of your mind, but, you know, nothing's set in concrete. So, so yeah, you just got to take each day as it comes, you know. And you're so, also a feature story tonight on uh, The Catching Pen. Dawn, now, what can we expect, without giving too much away, of course? Um, with the story, um, oh, not, not a lot, just talking about what dogs I've got, you know, I've, what dogs I've had, I mean, and, and things like that. Um, yeah, there's nothing too earth-shattering or exciting in there, I don't think. But yeah, You probably don't think story. that, Dawn, but to, to us <laughs> yeah. watching, I think we might think a bit differently. Oh, okay then. <laughs> yeah, no, just, just talking about the dogs, and which is what it's all about. So it's, at the end of the day, it's about the dogs, you know. So um, that's, a, you know, it's all about the dogs. They're the ones that do the talking and, and um, you know, realistically we just put our hands in our pockets and buy them and hope for the best and the trainers put the work into them and then you know which is you know I'm very grateful to, to Peter and Jody for the hard work they've put into these two because they have been a bit of hard work these two because um you know little problems they've had you know um so he's done a great job you know even with um Egyptian Pirate you know they did he did a great job with him so so yeah no he's um yeah you know, you've got to you've got to thank the trainers because they put the effort in. Um, you know, we might put the money in as owners, but um, at the end of the day, you've got to have a good trainer that can 
train the dogs well and look after them and and do the right thing by them and and that and um yeah and then just hopefully the dogs can can do the talking on the track you know. You're uh, you're heaping all of the credit onto Pete, whereas Pete would probably heap all the credit onto you. You're both a, a very, very humble match. But Dawn, it's been great to catch up and we wish you nothing but the best of luck this weekend in the ladies' bracelet. Group three level Vicky's Queen drawn box number three. Thanks for going Greyhounds with us, Dawn. Thank you very much for that. Thank you. Dawn Garrett, and you can check out that feature piece on the Catching Pin tonight at 7pm on Sky Racing 2. It'll be myself and Jason Adams. Uh, Whiz out of action for a little while. He'll be back with us soon, no doubt. Uh, that's it for Going Greyhounds. A big thanks to everybody to uh, to everybody who helped put this together. Uh, we had a lot of fun chatting to Michael Lill. Uh, Shane Stiff, of course, the president of Dubbo, and then just now, Dawn Garrett, you can uh, check out the podcast on Wooshka, uh, type in Wooshka Going Greyhounds to your Google machine and it'll come up. If you missed anything, you can check it out there. Uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, thanks for coming on Going Greyhounds with us. On Sky Sports Radio, the traffic report.